Do you ever wonder if some people are just designed kind of at a DNA level for entrepreneurship? They seem to just, it clicks, they're made for it, they have less reservation around it, they would never quit because it's just a piece of who they are. Or do you question if nurture plays the greatest role in developing the entrepreneurial spirit? Because as we're raising up our kids, sometimes my mind wanders to that too. Is this going to be something that my children choose? Has it chosen them? So let's have a little debate today and leave you with some practical tips to bring into your home to support your entrepreneurial luminaries and feel confident that you're guiding them and steering them towards what they're actually called to and made for. Let's raise them upright. You're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. And this episode is dedicated to raising luminaries. If you listen to this show, you already know that it's not about you anymore. As a leader, a real luminary, you're here to deeply impact others. I feel it too. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, a business leadership strategist and mom who's passionate about raising up that next generation of leaders. Looking at my three kiddos, I realized that I wanted to do entrepreneurship differently for them. Society is failing the next generation, and once a week on this show, we're doing something to change that. Whether you're a parent with your own little luminary or you want to heed the call of impacting those trailing you, this short but sweet episode will give you guidance and inspiration you can bring around your dinner table or into your community. You want to create your legacy? Here's where you start. Let's raise them up right. Call us nerds, but we're known to watch some nature shows in my house on Saturday morning. If we're going to watch TV, I feel a little less bad about it when we're watching something where I feel like... We're learning something and absorbing something of value. Plus, it's freaking fascinating. I'm going to digress for a second, but if you guys haven't watched the Jane Goodall documentary, there are two, but the one that's just called Jane, the footage of her with the chimps is mind-blowing. We've watched it multiple times in our houses, and I swear the chimps are actually just humans in chimp costumes because they're so freaking human-like. Anyway... Let's be honest, most TV is just not really watching worth watching these days. Options are kind of limited. And in one particular episode of something we were watching, they were following a herd of elephants that were forced to migrate because food and water were scarce in that area. Usually the matriarchs of the herd, they use their incredible memory. I wish I was a matriarch with an incredible memory working on that. <laughs> they'd use these elephants, they'd use their memory to lead their families to old familiar areas with each changing of the seasons. But because of war and poaching and the spread of farmlands, these roads have been taken away from them. So this particular herd was following a path they had never been on before that was paved by the generations before them. It was a path of survival. And what was found on the other side was land full of new resources that these elephants had never seen before. A map of their lands and the best place to go seemingly imprinted on their brains. And researchers are still working to understand the sheer magnitude of this, this discovery. They were going simply based on instinct, something that had been passed on to them in their DNA from those that came before them. And I found this story so beautiful and interesting and meaningful to me, and it got me thinking about our entrepreneurial journey. Are we drawn to it because of the DNA that's been passed down to us? 
Are some aspects of our character just more designed to allow us to have a bent towards entrepreneurship? Are we literally born to be an entrepreneur based on those that have paved that way before us? Or is it something nurtured into us or something we witness? And I'm genuinely curious your thoughts on this, so let's have a little debate. I really want to hear from you on this one because it's so fascinating to me. So here's my question I'm posing to you, and I want to hear back from you. Do you think entrepreneurs are born or made? Are some of us predisposed genetically to become entrepreneurs? Or is it more about skills that we acquire from the environment we grow up in? Or maybe it's a combination of the two. I'm guessing if you're tuning into this particular episode or this podcast in general that you've got a child or you're connected to children that you're thinking about their future and how to best support them. And I'm guessing you're also an entrepreneur and you're really desiring that life of freedom and purpose and possibility that lives outside the traditional sense of work in a, quote, normal society. And you're wondering how to best support your little luminaries or maybe some of you have bigger luminaries. Well, you've already passed those genes down to them. So let's cover the other side of the debate. Can entrepreneurs be made? And if so, what environment, skills, mindset, opportunities should we create and nurture for our kids to set them up for success? Because I do believe, my personal opinion, is it can be both and. I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. You guys have probably heard me say that 50 times. So I personally was given the same genetics that led them down that path, which was also a multi-generational. They got it from their parents and so on back generations. So that was imprinted on me and whatever qualities were gifted to me that just have led me down this path that has been so natural to me. It was so unnatural to work outside of pursuing my own gifts and passions in my own container of entrepreneurship. I did work And I was basically unemployable. Like this was just so uh, conditioned in me before I even knew I wanted it. So I do see the nature aspect of it, but I also witnessed it. I watched the glory of entrepreneurship. I witnessed the value of it. I learned the lessons. I sat alongside my parents as they worked in their businesses and alongside my grandparents. So there was a lot of nurture there too. So let's break it down and focus on the piece that we can control, which is the nurture side of it. If you look at the most successful entrepreneurs, there are really three areas they've mastered or are naturally gifted in that have contributed to their success. Number one is innate giftings and callings. These are the God-given skills, the things we were made to do. It's just a piece of who we are. It's often things we take for granted because it is so innate and so natural to us. And the good news is we all have this and it can look so drastically different for each of us. We all have that special sauce or that superpower. You've heard it put so many different ways. And the difference is that entrepreneurs understand their unique gifts or at least the good ones. They understand that they were given to them for the purpose of sharing them with others. They know there are people in this world that need what they have, their voice, their product, their service, their skill, their wisdom. And far too often, people have a tendency, myself included, for many years to dismiss those superpowers, what makes me or you really special, because it comes easily to us. And because it seems small sometimes, insignificant, and it's a lot easier to to try and juxtapose our skills against other people. How many years do we have in what we do? Or how much have we developed 
that particular skill that puts us on the map within our space. Sometimes people have spent far too much time in this world that's telling them how to be with pressures to fall in line and our creativity and our unique gifts get lost and forgotten. And the thing is that people become leaders when they first master something for themselves. That's where we have something to lead others in. If you desire this for your children, start with that. What have they shown interest in that you can help them practice and master that's going to result in that confidence? We can support our kids with this step by watching for those clues of these unique giftings and these passions. It can change and develop with time, especially if your kids are young like mine. And even at a young age, though, these things can really start to present themselves in the ordinary moments of the day, in the little things. So we have to pay close attention because they can easily be missed. And the same way we can disregard our own innate giftings, we can overlook our kids too because we're pretty dang close to them. And sometimes those unique giftings are the things that drive us the most crazy in our children. So we created a guide to help support you in this because we know it can be tough. And it's going to give you the tools and the resources to notice those little sparks in them and start to document them and take the next step in nurturing their gifts and helping to equip them for their unique path and purpose. So first step, if you feel like, man, I'm not sure exactly where to start with this, head on over and snag the free workbook at luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash spark. This is a tool you can use to develop that spark, to notice it, to cultivate it in your children. The second thing is practicing and building skills that entrepreneurs actually need. Yeah, there are things that we're innately gifted in, but then you got to ante up and develop the skills that are necessary to support you in entrepreneurship. Just being this incredibly creative being is going to lead you to being a broke artist. You got to you got to actually have the skills to get it out into the world. So next up, there are these undeniable sets of skills and traits that entrepreneurs possess. And sure, for some of us, those things may come more naturally than others, but they're all areas we can practice and develop. I have entire episodes you can tune into around many of these skills like resiliency and confidence and discipline, goal setting, uh, casting a vision. Other skills I would include are independence and brainstorming, reflection, uh, responsibility, rallying people around an idea, communication, risk-taking. These are also really powerful traits of many entrepreneurs that most of us respect and admire. So your child doesn't need to be running a business to practice some of these things either, whether they're in traditional school or they're home with you or they're just on a sports team or they're in an art club. We can find opportunities in everyday life if we're intentional about what skills we want our children to develop and utilize those little moments. These aren't skills they're necessarily getting in school or learning from society. In fact, society might be trying to squash some of these things. So it's on us as the ones modeling and raising them up to develop these things in our kids. And we learn by doing and experimenting and making mistakes and learning from them, but also having those bumper lanes of parents or people who love us to support us and guide us and have conversations around it. And that's something that we can gift our kids. So provide your kids a chance to practice these new skills and look for opportunities to teach them powerful lessons, even in the little everyday moments. And finally, the third is overcoming these limiting beliefs and teaching what an entrepreneurial mindset actually looks like. And this one is a biggie. I can say after 
a decade of coaching and mentoring entrepreneurs that this is the most important piece of all. As parents, we have the power to instill a mindset that will serve them for life or be a detriment to them for life, depending on how we approach it. So how can we as parents create a positive, confident, resourceful mindset in our kids? Teach empowerment and courage and resourcefulness and resiliency and abundance. How can we steer kids towards dreaming big and going for it instead of passing on an idea uh, of work as something that we simply have to endure or tolerate? We can give our kids the awareness that work can be require grit and effort, but it also can be purposeful and creative and rewarding in that effort. Entrepreneurs seem to have a unique mindset. First of all, you got to be a little cray to choose this path, right? But we also have this ability to see problems as opportunities. We wouldn't be in business if we didn't. More than most people, we can see that we have the ability to change things and make an, make an impact, make a difference. And having the vision to see those opportunities when others don't and having the confidence to act on it is a powerful thing in business. How can you instill that in your child that not only anything is possible, but it's within their control and possibility? Now, the magic comes in when we combine all three of these things innate giftings and callings, practicing and building skills that entrepreneurs really need to be in business, and overcoming the limiting beliefs and teaching that entrepreneurial mindset. We want to help our kids be who they were born to be, which in my opinion is combining all three areas with them. Once you identify that child's spark, spend some time nurturing the skill sets that your family believes to be valuable, working on mindset, how we can guide them towards career options and opportunities that are outside of time for money, work for the man options, and show them that possibility, reminding them that maybe college isn't the sole path. It's an option along the path and to look at all the possibilities and all the options available to them to support them in what they're being called to. And the truth is, raising a child aware of entrepreneurship and working towards developing the needed skills is going to impact their life for the better and point them towards opportunities that are right for them, even if they don't go start their own business one day. Entrepreneurial spirit and mindset is of value to anybody. I'm going to end with this idea, kind of like the elephants we too can pass on our generational stories that impact wisdom from those that came before us. And I'd encourage you to take some time to think about what those stories are in your family. Maybe call a parent or if you're really blessed to still have your grandparents, a grandparent, and you just might make their day, first of all, which is a beautiful thing, but also make your own and make your child's day and future. Write these things down and make sure your kids know where they came from and why it's so critical and so important. I'd love to go deeper on this in another episode because this is one of the most valuable things in my entire life is where I came from, good and the bad. And take the time to share that journey with them. We are entrepreneurs raising the future leaders of this world and we live in a time when the world needs this more than ever literally more than ever. Raising a child with an entrepreneurial spirit might just be the most important thing you could do for this world. And I'm inviting you to join this movement. We're working on something very special that will be a home for people like us, for the rule breakers, for the ones doing it differently, for the ones that are deeply empowered and impassioned to do this work. 
and I'll be sharing more about how you can get involved soon. But for now, if this speaks to you, please join our waitlist at luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash co-op. It just looks like COOP, C-O-O-P. We cannot wait to invite you into a safe space to do this important work together. Thank you for tuning in. And if this spoke to you, please share it. Share it with the people that you know would be behind this mission and want to make that impact on the future generations, starting by raising up this generation, us, in leadership. If you haven't yet, please leave us a review. It's so powerful for the show and helping us get this mission and movement out into the hands of people who need it most. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, let's raise them up right. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.